name is Patrick McGillivray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 75 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners. And today, I've got a very special episode for you. I've got a special guest joining me here on the podcast today, Letitia Simmons. So a few months ago, Letitia was facing some pretty serious health issues. And she decided that she needed to make some big changes in her life. So she changed her entire approach to diet, to running, to strength training, and most importantly though, she changed her mindset around all of this. And she's worked really hard on making this whole idea of becoming healthy and being healthy, she's worked hard on making this her new lifestyle. Like I said, she's come a long way in just a few months, and I thought it'd be beneficial for all of us to hear her story of transformation. So that's coming right up. Uh, we had this conversation, Letitia and I, recently in the Running Lean Facebook group. And if you haven't checked it out yet, please come check out the Running Lean podcast community on Facebook. I created this group so that you and I could have a conversation that it was a place where you can ask questions and get answers and do it all in a way that's like fun and encouraging and motivating. So just go on Facebook and search for Running Lean Community and come join us. Come join in on the fun. And then quickly, here's another five-star review of the Running Lean podcast. This one's from Tammy. Tammy says, uh, I love everything you teach. I listen to your podcast when I run and when I work out. Thank you for everything. I'm in love with my new lifestyle. I love to listen to your new podcasts and the old ones too. Thank you again, Tammy. Tammy, thank you so much for uh, leaving this nice review. I really appreciate it. And if you enjoy the podcast, I would love it if you could uh, tap the stars. Just uh, leave a quick rating and review. Um, it just helps other people to uh, find the show. So you can do that on Apple Podcasts and probably other places where you listen to podcasts. And then, hey, if you ever want a little help losing weight or, or making all of this uh, a lifestyle, I've got you covered. As a one-on-one -on -one coach, I work with runners every day who are working to become the healthiest and most badass versions of themselves. So a coach doesn't just show you what to do. A coach will hold you accountable. A coach will help you get through all of the challenging stuff. And there will be challenging stuff, I promise you. A good coach will encourage you to do the stuff you don't want to do so that you can become the person you want to become. So not everyone needs coaching, but for those who, who want the expert guidance, who want the support, the encouragement, and the accountability, then coaching might be perfect for you. To learn more and apply, just go to runningleanpodcast.com forward slash apply. And what happens is you'll schedule a call with me and you and I will jump on a quick Zoom call. We'll have a short conversation and we'll see if coaching is a good fit for you. It might be, it may not be. Either way, it's cool. You have nothing to lose from just having a quick conversation. Okay, cool. So let's get into this. So like I said in the intro, Letitia's come a long way in just a few months. She feels amazing. She's lost a bunch of weight. Running is amazing for her. And she's developed this awesome new mindset about what it really means to be healthy, how she's sort of made this into a lifestyle. 
Because listen, she's tried other things before and they just never worked for her long term. But now she says things are different. She's developed this new mindset about what it means to be healthy. And she's just kind of made this how she lives her life now. This is just who she is and what she does. It's really cool. Um, and no, it wasn't a walk in the park for her. It was challenging. And she talks about this. She talks about, especially at the beginning, it was very challenging for her, but she had this determination that she was going to make it work and she was able to get through all of it. So I hope you enjoy this conversation that I had recently with Letitia Simmons. Um, so let's just get into this conversation, if that's cool with you. First of all, welcome, Letitia. Hi, Patrick. Thank you for having me. This is my first time doing an interview uh, in the group here like this. So uh, guinea pig is what you're telling me. So you're my guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for playing along with me. You are pretty awesome for doing that. I appreciate that. You're brave. You're courageous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just like introduce yourself and like, tell us like uh, where you tell us where you live and like, tell us a little bit about your uh, you know, where you were a few months back and why you decided to make some changes and, and stuff. So just kind of give us a, a little bit of background and tell us like where you were coming from. Okay. So um, I live in Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, which is a small town in, in Tennessee, a couple of hours from Nashville and a couple of hours from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised here. Um, so when I first came to Patrick's, a little bit of backstory, I started running back in 2015, uh, just to lose some weight. I've been a yo-yo dieter all my life dealing with weight issues. Um, so I started in 2015 to lose some weight. The, the way I lost at that time was by running and, uh, doing some strength training, uh, and basically counting calories. So I was successful with that, um, 10 months after that, I had lost 80 pounds, kept it off for a couple of years. But then 2019, it started to creep back and I just started regaining some of the weight. So Patrick talks to us about that all the time. So um, so because I started gaining the weight back, of course, I wasn't happy about that. Honestly, I was ashamed of gaining it back again. Um, So as a result, I just. I was still running the whole time, uh, but my, you know, my eating wasn't good. Um, so I didn't even like want to go like to my doctor's appointments, like my annual doctor's appointments. Cause I knew my doctors were going to be like, listen. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't go to the doctor for a year or two. And so finally I went to the doctor earlier this year and it actually was my gynecologist who uh, was running, you know, some tests. And she was like, I think, you might be insulin resistant. Of course, I had really no idea what that was, uh, but because I have a family history of diabetes um, is what made her even look at that uh, for me. And she noticed I had gained a significant amount of weight in a a short period of time. Um, So she ran tests and sure enough, I was insulin resistant. So that's basically where I was when I found Patrick. So I was insulin resistant and I had high blood pressure. Um, because I had regained, you know, so much of the, the weight back that I had lost. And because of the genetic predispositions uh, has started to show up. I'm in my mid forties. And apparently that's when all of that starts to show up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, that's where I was when, when I found you, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, 
you know, talk a little bit more about that feeling of like gaining the weight back. And you mentioned like that feeling of just being like ashamed of like, you know, you, you did something, you know, that was good for you and you did something good for yourself and you made a big positive change in your life and your health. And then you slipped, you know, and you went back to, uh, uh, you know, gaining a bunch of the weight back. Like talk a little bit about how that felt. Yeah. I mean, I really, I mean, honestly, I felt like a failure. Like I failed myself again. (laughs) So it wasn't a good feeling at all. I really didn't understand what was happening. Cause like I said, I was still running the whole time. I was still strength, strength training the whole time. And, you know, they hear, you know, if you're a runner, you can eat whatever you want to. And I know that's not true, but kind of sort of, I was still doing that. And it's worth, a, it's worth a try, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm here to tell you that doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter how much you, you run. If you don't have your diet under control, it's just not going to work. So, yeah, I wasn't in a good place. I didn't feel good. I didn't have the energy I used to have. I, my running was hard because <laughs> think about, you know, the more weight you carrying around, of course, the, the it's just uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, I wasn't in a good place. Wasn't feeling good at all. Um, and like I said, I just, I was feeling just really down on myself for yet again, you know, losing the weight, but only to regain it again. So Yeah. And so you went to the doctor and the doctor said you're insulin resistant. And what that means is that your body will no longer uh, respond to the effects of insulin. So your body just starts producing more and more insulin. And when that happens, your, so insulin is that hormone that, that locks up your fat in your, in your fat cells, and it doesn't allow you to burn the fat. So you're always storing fat when insulin is high. So that's kind of what was happening in, in with you. And, um, and so your doctor recommended something for you. What did she recommend that you do? Yeah, she, um, when I left her office that day, I left with a, a low carb diet, low carb, low sugar diet. And basically it was a list of foods that I could eat and a list of foods that I couldn't eat. <laughs> um, so she was like, you need, this is what you have to do. Uh, the good thing about it is, um, so basically insulin resistance is pretty much pre-diabetes, uh, which means, you know, if you catch it early, you, you know, if you change your lifestyle and your eating habits and workout and all that stuff, you can, you know, pretty much reverse it. So that's the good thing. She was like, you know, we caught it early. If you do what I tell you, <laughs> you can, you can beat this. So of course I'm like, okay, just tell me what I need to do. Um, so yeah, she gave me that diet, told me, you know, what I needed to do. Um, but you know, I left there with two prescriptions that I didn't have when I, when I walked in the door, I've Mm -hmm. never been on any medication, you know, regularly like that in my life, knock on wood, but I am now. So that was really my motivation to really like basically get my life together because she's like, if you don't, you're going to be on this medication the rest of your life. But if you do what I tell you, you know, you can come off of it within a couple of months. So that's what she told me. And around that same time, I feel like it was meant to be because I uh, somehow found the running lean community on Facebook, which you and I were talking before. I don't know how it took me so long to find it, but timing is everything. So anyway, I found I had found the, the running lean community and it was right around the time you were doing the February 
challenge. We were starting it on February 1st. So all of that aligned with my doctor telling me to do this same diet that you were challenging us to do. So it worked out perfectly. So I've been doing it ever since February 1st. Awesome. We'll just call that divine intervention. Yes. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> the gods were smiling upon all of us at that yes. point. Um, okay. So she sends you home with like this list of foods to eat and you start doing the low carb thing. And then, um, okay. So what was your diet like before that? Like, what was it that was, <laughs> what was the diet like that kind of got you to putting on all that weight again? So it pretty much was a free for all. Like I was just eating, you know, whatever I wanted to eat as much as I wanted to eat. Of course, you know, all the, the meat, the three meals, uh, the snacking in between, um, so that's pretty much what my diet was. I mean, I was eating, I, I, I'm a huge uh, sweet eater. So of course I was eating, you know, cakes and cookies and donuts and just all the stuff that I, I like to eat. Just really not even being mindful of what I was eating, just eating. And that started happen, it's happening like right around 2019-ish. Then of course, when the pandemic hit, I mean, <laughs> you know, it just, you know, that didn't help the situation either. So just a lot of sugar, a lot of carbs, uh, and just basically anything I wanted to eat whenever I wanted to eat. So it was basically eating all the time, it felt like. Even as I was eating, I would be thinking about what am I going to eat next? You know, that's how, that's kind of the state I was in. Yeah. So you mentioned sort of like just eating, un, uh, it was almost like unconscious eating. <laughs> Would that be a way of describing it? Yeah. Just eating. Yes. It's like, you don't even know. You're like, how did I just eat that whole bag of chips? Uh, exactly. Exactly. I was only supposed to eat three cookies and now the whole bag is gone. Yeah. Mm. Once you stop, once you start, you can't stop though. Right. I know. What about um, alcohol? Did you drink alcohol before? I did. Um, so, so like I said, I didn't realize that I guess I was addicted to sugar because I, it would start in the morning with my coffee creamer and end at night with a glass of dessert wine. And of course, oh. sugar and carbs all be in between the day too. So um, I was drinking, yeah, like a glass of wine every night, you know, in sweet wine. So, you know, full of sugar. Um, so that's where I was, um, before I started the low carb, low sugar. Yeah. So you were eat, drinking dessert wine, you were drinking dessert coffee in the morning, basically. <laughs> yes. Right. And then yeah. like dessert breakfast, in between, yeah. <laughs> dessert lunch, dessert mm -hmm. snacks. Isn't it funny? Like everything, like, you know, we'll say like, well, you can't eat cake for breakfast, but have this pile of pancakes with maple syrup all over it. And that's fine. That was a regular breakfast <laughs> for me that I love pancakes and syrup. Yes. And yeah. uh, cranberry juice. Of course, we know juice is full of sugar. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, just sugar all throughout the day in different formats. And of course we know sugar is in so many things that we don't even realize have sugar in it. <laughs> in everything. Good Lord. So yeah, that was my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so what were some of the big changes that you made? Like what was, what kind of stands out to you? Now, obviously you stopped um, eating sugar, but what, what were some of the things that, that you did that were, well, let's, let me put it this way. What were the hardest changes for you to make? <laughs> How long we got now? <laughs> so I, I know, I know, I know the answer, but I want you. To... <laughs> well, I mean, 
Man, there were a lot of things that it was hard, but I think, I mean, it was hard to stop drinking wine every night. You know, that was hard to do. Uh, you know, my little coffee creamer, that was hard to do. I mean, I mean, just think, I mean, everything I was eating and drinking has some kind of sugar in it. So, I mean, it was just hard not to eat, you know, every time I looked around, you know, it was just, there was a lot of things that was hard about my running was hard <laughs> once I, you know, started not eating so much sugar and carbs and all of that stuff. So I don't know, honestly, Patrick, if I could say that one thing was hard, I do know, most everything was hard. <laughs> everything, just everything about it was hard. Everything yeah. about it was hard. It was not easy at all. Um, yeah. It was just hard to stop eating, you know, all the carbs, all the sugar, eating all the time. I mean, it was, it was hard. It really yeah. was. But you were able to stick with it. You, you did a really good job of sticking with it. Like you made a decision early on that this is the, you know, I'm going to make this work because I'm not going on this medication for the rest of my life. And like, I'm not going to become a diabetic and you made it work and you stuck to it. Like you were really, really good about sticking to it. Talk a little bit about that. Like, what was that like for you? Well, I mean, like most runners, we're pretty competitive people, uh, mm. either, you know, with ourselves. So one way to get me to do something is to, tell me I can't do it or expect me not to do it. Cause my doctor didn't tell me, you know, I couldn't do it. She knows me. <laughs> so she knew, she knew that if she told me, if you don't do this, this is going to happen. And you know, this is what we need to, so she knows me. So she knew that. So that's basically what it is. It's like, no, I'm not going to be on this medication forever. I'm not going to end up a full blown diabetic. No. So let's do what we need to do. So yeah, I was all in. I mean, one and like you said, I did feel like it was divine intervention because it all kind of happened at the same time. So I was like, okay, it's meant for me to to get my my diet together, make this really a lifestyle change this time, stick with it, and you know, get take back control of my health is what I need to do. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much the mindset that I've had. I mean, you talked to us in several of the podcasts about how important mindset is. And, and honestly, that's it is. It's all about your mindset. Um, and so once I, I you know, made up my mind that this is what we're going to do, like you said, I was all in. And of course, you know, having you there for support and accountability and just to, you know, walk me through every step of the way is really a big part of why I've been so successful. So, I mean, yes, I had to do the work, but I couldn't have done it without all the support and accountability that I've gotten from working with you. Yeah. And you know what, that whole uh, mindset of like going all in is really the key. It really is because I can be like the motivator over here and your cheerleader and I can show you what to do and encourage you and, you know, support you and hold you accountable. I can do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to like do the work yourself. You got to stick to your plan. You got to, you know, show up and do your runs, even though it sucks. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But, but like, you have to have the attitude of like, I'm going to do this for me because I'm worth it. And it's important to me, you know, and my health is the most important thing that I have, you know? And so you made that commitment. And so I want to say, you know, I'm proud of you for, for sticking with it, but I'm, I'm mo I'm impressed because you made that commitment early on and you just, you nailed it. You know what I mean? Like you just were like, I'm not going off my plan 
and you you really stuck with it like like crazy, which is awesome. And here's the thing, and you kind of mentioned this at the beginning, like runners are are good about stuff like that. Like we're competitive and we can stick to a training program. No problem. You know, marathon right. training in the snow, you know, no problem. I'll show up <laughs> for that. But then it's like, uh, don't eat waffles. And you're like, what? Oh my God, this is crazy talk, you know? And right. so, <laughs> um, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because runners already have that mentality of like being able to stick with stuff and do the hard things. You know, we can absolutely do that. We just need to take that same attitude we have about sticking to our training plan and apply it over here to our, to our, uh, uh, our diet and our nutrition and stuff like that. So let's talk a little bit about running because I know you struggled for a while. So there's this thing that happens with runners and I've talked about this a million times, but it's this uh, fat adaptation period where when you as a runner decide to um, stop eating a lot of sugar and, the, and a lot of carbs, then um, it, it takes a while for your body to switch over from burning all that sugar and carbs to burning fat and burning fat is where you want to be because that's where you lose weight. And that makes running so much easier and stuff. I've talked about this so many times, but it's hard to do because there's that period where you, where you're running and you don't have the energy you're, because you haven't made the switch yet. And so that, that fat adaptation period can take on average, most people two to six weeks. I talk about this all the time. Some people it's like a week or two and it's like, boom, no big deal. It took me like eight weeks. It took me a long time. Um, what did that feel like for you? Like, what was that transition period like for you? Oh my goodness. Oh man. It was really bad. The first couple of weeks, I don't, I couldn't run more than two, maybe three miles at a time. That's as far as I could go. And so you can imagine, you know, you used to, you know, running, you know, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 miles, you know, depending on where you are in your training cycle and you can't even run two miles, you know, so it was hard. And I think that was really one of the, there was one of the times where you really came in handy for me because <laughs> you were literally my cheerleader every week when I would meet with you. Cause I'd be like, it sucked. I'm, you know, I don't want to do it. And you were like, you have to keep doing, you know, so you really helped me through that period because I really wanted to quit. I, I mean, that was the, and now that you say, what was the hardest part? That probably was the hardest part because I run really, I mean, it's May, it's mental health month. Uh, I run for the mental benefits of running. Sure. Physically it helps us too, but it really helps me mentally. Um, so as much as I, I like how I feel when I run. It wasn't feeling good at all. <laughs> and that went on for several weeks. And and I think, Patrick, I'm like you. I think it took me probably six, seven weeks um, before my run started feeling good. Um, so, yeah, that was a long time. But, you know, I trusted you. And I really think, too, that you having your own personal uh, journey you know, your, your own struggles with, you know, your uh, lifestyle before you made your change. I think, you know, knowing that this worked for you and you having a personal experience with this uh, really um, helped me to trust you. Even when, you know, you were saying, just keep going, just keep going. I promise you on the other side, it's going to be better. 
um, knowing that you personally had that experience is what kept me going. I mean, because I'm just going to be honest, if it was somebody else that, you know, is selling this whole thing and, and don't have a personal experience with it, I probably wouldn't have done it and would have just given up. But knowing that you had had gone through the same thing, I was like, OK, I'm trusting him. And I'm glad I did, because now I I mean, when I run, I look forward to running. I mean, I have rekindled my love for running again. Um, and it's, you know, thanks to you telling me, just don't give up. Just keep going. It'll get better to get better. I'm like, OK, I'm trusting you, Patrick. So anyway, you know, it, it worked. And it, every it, week I was like, <laughs> I, it's got to be getting better. And you're like, nope. <laughs> it took a while. But but here's the thing. It's like. Uh, yeah, so you're right that this is the the part where most people will just quit on this process because it does uh, kind of suck and it's hard and and it just feels like you don't have energy when you're running and it's not it's not comfortable at all, right? And so I and I just kept saying like you're you're gonna get through it. I promise you, it will happen. It just takes what it takes for any everybody's a little bit different. So and you did you eventually got to that point. So let's think about a little bit now, like what is it like for you now running? Like how is running for you today? Man running now it, I mean, I, just, I, I I'm back to looking forward to it on my run days. Cause I've run four days a week and, and bike two days a week. So on my run days, I'm like, Oh yes, I get to run today. It feels good. Um, I have more energy to do it. Uh, even like on my speed days and my heel repeat days, I mean, I'm just killing those now. Um, I, my recovery is better. Like I, I feel like I recover quicker. There are times where I will go and do a 12 mile run on a Saturday and that's pretty much all I'm doing. I'm coming home, I'm eating, showering, I'm laying around all day. Now mm-hmm. I come home, eat, shower, and I go out and, you know, enjoy my weekend because I just feel better out, even after the run. I feel like my recovery is better. Um, so my running is, is I'm really enjoying it now. Like I said, I look forward to it. My long runs, even though it's getting hot here in the South, I'm still in, just looking forward to my runs. And I honestly, and I never believed you when you would say this, but you'd be like, it's going to feel amazing. And you're going to feel like you can just run all day. And yeah, I have to give it to you. That's true. <laughs> there are there, there are times where I'm like, oh man, you know, if I'm only scheduled to do eight or ten, I'm like, oh, I could have kept running. I mean, because it, it felt that good today. So yeah, my running definitely uh, is much better than it was when I first started. This, the you know the low carb, low sugar, but yeah, I definitely have rekindled my love for running now, and it just feels great. And I look forward to doing it um, on my run days. Yeah. And running is probably also a little bit easier for you, Letitia, because you've lost some weight. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, would you say that's true? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So how much have you lost so far just in the, in the last three months or so? Uh, I'm at 32 pounds. So yeah, 32 pounds since, yeah, since I started. Awesome work. Yeah. That's a lot in a short amount of time. It is. And the good thing about it is, you know, once you get over, you know, I'd say the first probably two weeks, um, you don't feel, you know, deprived. Um, You don't you're not hungry all the time. You're not always thinking about what you need to eat next. You know, like all those Mm. sugar cravings are gone. 
Um, so it's just been just a whole 360 for me. Like I, and every week, of course, you know, this Patrick, I'd be like, I can't believe I'm not like thinking about food all the time. I can't <laughs> believe I'm not hungry all the time. Cause I just couldn't believe, believe it. Cause that, you know, that had been my life for so many years. Um, so yeah, that's just been amazing not to, not to feel like a slave to food, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt before. Like, you know, it, I was always thinking about it. It was just consuming, you know, my thoughts and my behavior and to not have that now. I mean, there are times where, I, you know, it's two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I need to eat. Like, I haven't even had anything to eat, but I still have energy. I'm not crashing um, and I'm not thinking about food all the time. So, Man, it's it's been a, a life changer for me. It really has been. That's crazy right there. And that's one of the things that I love about eating this way is that I'm not hungry all the time. Like I didn't eat until after one o'clock to like one thirty. And I was just like, What what is this? You know? <laughs> um but but there's like this incredible amount of freedom in that because you're not yeah. like like you just said, you're not like obsessing about food 24 hours a day anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And when that goes away, you can start doing other things, <laughs> you know, you can like get on with your life, go for a run or whatever. And, and running, you know, drop, take 32 pounds and put it in a, in a backpack and strap it to you and go run with that. And, you know, running is going to be a lot easier without that 32 pounds on you for sure. Absolutely. Um, so what do you think about like your ability to take this low carb sort of like lifestyle and like go forward with it into the future? Is this something you feel like you can do forever? Is this something because you've tried other diets that didn't work for you and you've tried to do other things, but do you feel like, what you've learned here is something that you can um, perpetuate and that you can do pretty easily, or does it seem like it'd still be hard? Well, I mean, honestly, when, you know, when I walked out of my doctor's office with this diet, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this first <laughs> of all. Secondly, definitely not long-term. Like this is going to be awful. Cause you know, of course we've all tried, like you said, the other low carb diets and stuff in the past. Um, but this, and I, again, you told me this, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it definitely is easy. It's a lifestyle. And I think that is, and it's not hard to do. Like I still go to all my favorite restaurants um, and, or, and there's always something I can eat that I can enjoy eating. So it's not hard to do. Like it's easy to fit into your lifestyle. And, and that is what sets it apart from all the other diets I've ever done. The other ones were not sustainable. They just were not, not long-term, but this one, to answer your question, I really do feel like I can do this for the rest of my life. And sure. I have, you know, this uh, threat of, you know, these health issues over my head. If I do go back to eating, you know, a different type of diet, uh, but we all know, I mean, sometimes that that's not enough for people, but I do feel like for me, it's, I feel like I'm literally in a race against diabetes. <laughs> like that's how yeah. I literally feel like that. And so it's like, if you go back this way, then that's what you're looking at. But if you keep going this way, you know, you'll be fine and you'll be able to live a healthier life. And so, you know, I really don't have a choice. 
I mean, I do. I mean, I could make that choice and end up on this, you know, medication and, you know, all of that. But I ch- I'm choosing not to do that. And I think this this low carb lifestyle definitely is the key to me being successful. And I yeah, I, feel, I don't I really I guess I still can't believe that I don't feel deprived. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I keep waiting for that, you know, all the time. Like it. I mean, the fact that I don't really, I can't eat pasta. I mean, I can. I mean, because of course you tell us if there's something you feel like you just really need to eat, eat it, then your very next meal, go back to your low carb. But I haven't even had to do that. Like, because I just don't miss it. It's like a life's like, this is what we're doing. And so I'm just automatically, you know, making my choices based on my lifestyle. So I can't believe it. I never thought that I would find something that actually works for me. Uh, It's good for my health. And it's sustainable. <laughs> I just yeah. never thought that I would find that, but I really have. And I'm just, I can't tell you how, how ecstatic I am about that. So that's so awesome. How about that uh, dessert wine? Do you miss that? You know, I, like I said, after about two weeks, I didn't because I don't crave sugar like that anymore. Oh, interesting. I, just don't, I don't crave sugar like that. And I'm just like, hmm. I mean, cause I've been thinking, <laughs> that. I'm like, maybe I could just have a glass of wine. I'm like, I really don't want because the the thought of how sweet it's going to be now, I'm like, I don't really want to do that. You were you were concerned about that at the beginning. You're like, I don't know about giving up this dessert wine. I mean, because (laughs) this is part of like who I am, you know, and you were not too thrilled about that part. Yeah. But when I think about, you know, just the consequences of it, it's just not worth it. I mean, you know, will I drink alcohol again? I'm sure I will, but I don't think that I'm going to be drinking a glass of wine every night. And it definitely won't even be dessert wine. It's going to be, you know, something with less sugar than that. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely, like I said, not every night. So I, I really, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that I'm, I've been able to just, just keep doing it. So you were drinking uh, a glass of wine every night and you haven't, you haven't had any alcohol. I have had one drink, but not dessert wine. (laughs) Like one drink in three months versus every night. That's a big change. right? Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be and and I wanted to do that just to see what would happen. Yeah. And I would, you know, to be honest, I was scared to do it because I was like, (laughs) is this going to trigger something? But it, you know, and it wasn't a, a really sweet drink either. So I definitely know that's not going to be the case. But yeah, I didn't. I was like, okay, one drink, cool, and you know, I've been fine. So yeah, it's not something that I just have to have anymore. But you're right, I was concerned about it in the beginning. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, any final thoughts? Anything that you want to share that we haven't talked about yet, or you know, what do you see yourself? Uh, in the future? What's next for you? Well, I have, um, I still have some weight that I want to lose. Um, so I'm of course, and you used to tell me this every week, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. And that's what my plan is, is to keep doing what I've been doing because it's been working for me. Um, you know, my doctor is excited about the progress that I've made. Um, and she's, you know, she's hopeful that I'll be able to come off these medications soon. Um, so that's obviously a, a big motivator for me. Uh, and again, knowing that if I go back to my old lifestyle that, you know, I've got some major consequences, um, 
you know, that I'll be facing. And so that's, you know, a huge motivator for me to keep going. And not only that, just to set an example for, you know, other people that may be going through this same, you know, situation. I have family members that um, have some, some of these similar health issues. And, you know, I really want people to know that if you change your diet and your lifestyle, that you really can overcome some of these health issues that you might be facing. You know, even though, you know, it is, um, you know, a genetic, you know, issue, um, sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean that, you you know, you have to just give up. <laughs> you know, you still can, you know, fight and see, you know, can you change it? Uh, do all you can. Basically, I'm trying to control what I can control. Uh, you know, I can't control my genetics. I know that, but I definitely can control, you know, how much I exercise, what I eat, you know, that whole thing, my life, what I drink. Uh, and that has a big impact on, you know, the outcome here. So that's definitely a big motivator for me. So um, my goal is to keep running from diabetes and also, you know, just get to back to my goal weight course running wise you know once I get back to my goal weight I want to set some some PRs uh, once I get back to that I got a couple of races coming up so that's basically where I am but I'm, I'm excited about it for the first time ever <laughs> I actually feel like I can once I get back to my race weight uh, in my healthy weight that I can sustain it and I have never felt like that in my entire life so that is really just a wonderful feeling to have. And again, being able to do that and not feel deprived. I mean, because mm. if you feel like you're missing out or you, you feel deprived, you're not going to stick with it. But this type of lifestyle, you just don't feel that way. At least I don't. And I'm just super excited about it. And coming into it, I was just like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You were skeptical. You were a little skeptical. You're like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but we made a believer out of you, Letitia. So I just want to say thank you for coming on here and sharing your story. And um, I also want to say that I'm really proud of you for just like being courageous and making these changes because it was hard for you at the beginning, you know, just to make that decision to like go all in on yourself and to like make these big changes in your life that requires a lot of courage. And a lot of people don't have that. You know, a lot of people is just too scary for them, you know? Um, but you, you are like, I'm, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to fix my health. And yeah, you mentioned like diabetes being, you know, genetic, you, there's a genetic predisposition for diabetes and insulin resistance and stuff like that. But it's a lifestyle disease, you know, and you can absolutely change it with your lifestyle. Just because you have the genetic predisposition does not mean the genes will be turned on. Um, so if you don't, you know, if you don't feed the, 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 the bad lifestyle, then the genes don't get expressed, you know? And so you can definitely uh, affect even a genetic uh, disease like diabetes with uh, the right kind of lifestyle. Exactly. And I, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, you know, my doctor told me this, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I've never had this problem before. And she's, you know, she's like, because you've been keeping your weight under control, you know, you've been running and exercising and all of that. So, you know, it didn't show up. She said, but once you start eating what you wanted to and, you know, started gaining all this weight, you know, then it, it showed up. She said, so it's, it's been there. <laughs> 
but you've yeah. been able to control it with your lifestyle. And so now that, you know, your lifestyle is out of control, basically, here it is. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, yeah, you bring up a good point. I mean, it, it's just because it's there. You can still control it with lifestyle. And I'm definitely a believer of that now because I've seen it. I mean, you know, it's working. So I'm like, yeah, oh. <laughs> the, uh, the eat whatever you want diet. That one doesn't work for this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even if you run and it don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you run. That diet doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I trained and did a, a, a 50 K during that time. And so, like I said, I was, you know, I was still running marathons and ultra marathons, but I was still eating what I wanted to. And yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, such a, such a common story. Well, thank you again, Letitia. Um, I appreciate you so much and I'm so proud of you and um, we're going to keep following your, your story here. I want you to keep us posted on your progress and let us know how this, how these PRs go for you. Absolutely. I will do that. Thank you for having me, Patrick. If you're a runner and you've been struggling to lose weight or you keep losing and gaining the same 10 pounds over and over again, or you're finally ready to get to your natural weight and stay there for good this time, then I have something you will love. I've created a powerful new training just for you called Running Lean for Life. You'll learn exactly how to transform yourself into a lean, fat-burning running machine so you can run without bonking, lose weight without calorie counting, and develop the habits required to make it last for life. To get this free training right now, go to runningleanpodcast.com forward slash lean for life and start your transformation today.